very unusual circumstances. Damn. First off, this is episode number 54. Chappy! Aroldis Chapman! And as much as we're probably not going to talk about sports, uh, yeah, I've been gone for what, four episodes now? Four episodes, four months. I want to say thank you to James's father for stepping in, playing some guitar, and keeping the show going. Of course, yeah. I appreciate that deeply. Uh, but here we are. I'm back, you know? It's good to have you back, by the way. As much as I love having my father on the show, it's you're, good. you're irreplaceable. It's good to be back, buddy. Yeah, I know. And you know, obviously you all are already fed up with the corona and COVID-19 situation going on, but we figured it would be smart to uh, to hold off, you know, while the world had some real stuff going on. And uh, I know there's not much to do, but let's be honest, we're at least lucky that we are still alive. We're here. We're existing. Yep. And hopefully... Many of you did not have to deal with that firsthand. No, because I feel like everyone that I knew had to deal with that, either themselves or they had a family member either dying from it or getting severely hospitalized from it. But this is a whole nother level. Like this will be a history for a long, long time. This is just heart. This is just heartbreaking. By the way, I don't want to be that person, but 2020 has been a, a year of yeah. You know what I was about to say, dude? What's even weirder is or worse is. That and then the social aspect of all the stuff happening and like the 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 I don't even want to bring it up, but like the race stuff going on, oh, the social the social issues. Yeah, it's it's a very very touchy subject, very very tough subject to talk about. But. Especially for like this is like a sports we're like a sports talk show, right? But yeah. we are life and pinstripes, they, so we talk we do both. We talk about what happens in our daily lives and also what happens in the world of sports. But basically, the entire sports world got shut down. Literally, yeah. it's been weird. You know, the stories we only hear from are like players getting a little sick and stuff. Like I haven't even turned on ESPN. I haven't even listened to ESPN radio. And something that really friggin' pissed me off, dude. Dan Lebitard show. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but, like, I saw an article. It's like, Dan Lebitard, like, strikes back after ESPN chops. They went from 12, or they went from 11 to 2 from now. Oh, no, sorry. 10 to 1 o'clock, a three-hour show. Or, like, 10 to 2. I forget. Anyways, yeah. they're only two hours now. Why are they only two they're hours? They're, like, they were the ratings, like, best show on ESPN radio. And I don't know. They're taking resources and going elsewhere maybe it's because they're one of the more edgy shows and they try they have like you know farts burps like they they edge the swear words out but like they they cross that line so lighthearted lighthearted conversation yeah lighthearted but they tie it's, it all into sports they oh, they always do they were a breath of fresh air from like the monotonous every show just says the same thing the next hour and just yeah. says it in a different way. Exactly. You know, they added humor to it. And like, I was devastated to hear that they went down to two hours. And I don't know, man. I, the Corona thing, I haven't even been paying attention to sports. So I'm not sure what's going on. Just, but Dude, Corona. Corona. You remember when we when we did the episode of the pandemic in the sports world when I was freaking out completely? Yeah, dude. There was only like a few thousand cases. You know how many cases we have right now? Yeah. No. I don't want to. I more. Don't even, yeah. Three point three million cases mm-hmm. with a hundred and thirty five thousand deaths worldwide. No. That's the United States. Here, we have three million cases in the United States. We have about a quarter of the cases worldwide currently or currently overall right now. Yeah, stats. Stats. I, I guarantee I, you, there it's even more because the, obviously no one definitely is, especially because testing is such a, a 
crucial part. But anyways, part the, but anyways, we're not going to get any further than for the that love of God. It, that's all that's going on out there. Is yeah. Every television show, everybody's like, "All right, Larry, with the like, COVID, like, enough." Like I feel like every channel on television is talking about the same issue we've been having for the last four months. Like I'm pretty sure if you put on Cartoon Network, they're probably going to be talking about it one. And way it's or like another. it's like devastation. Like the social injustices going on. The the cop that murdered the dude by choking him by George like Floyd. putting his knee on him that was just like what and then the dude that went in the house didn't steal anything walks away and then those two white dudes shotgun him like oh what yeah. is going on what's going on is that the world is <sighs> literally falling apart I mean it's always been like this as pardon me shitty as that is it's just like media can cover it now so good. Let's, like, exploit and reveal what the hell's going on. You know, dudes in the wild, wild west could, like, go up to your carriage, shoot you in the face, do whatever you wanted, steal the crap, and leave. And nobody would know until a random, like, dude walked up to it two weeks later. Like, can you imagine that, by the way? No, I (laughs) I can't imagine that. That would be actually kind of interesting. I'd be scared to live in the wild, wild Uh, west. Unless... If I have an Arthur Morgan right next to me from Red Dead Redemption 2, then I would feel more protected. Arthur Morgan. I was going to say Wild West. I, my favorite was Dead uh, Deadwood on HBO. Deadwood? I heard Deadwood was really good. That was dope. They actually canceled it. Like, it was cut down. It was like, like, only like two seasons, right? Yeah, two to was, three seasons. It was like cut off in the middle of season three or something like that. But it was it was dope what, what, they, what they did have. Wow, something I probably should have watched during my time of being lockdown yeah i was gonna say for those of you out there if you've uh if you end up watching this just jot down what you were doing television show wise because i don't know about you but i've been cruising through some tv i've been watching a lot of tv too some good movies some classic movies some new shows so have you uh started and ended any television series well nip tuck Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck. For those of you who do not know what Nip Tuck is, oh, Nip Tuck was, was the first show ever to do sex scenes. Yes. Well, not first show ever well, to do sex for, Well, not for show porn I ho- sex I, I hope you all know what he was trying to say. Yeah. It was on FX. It was definitely when I was like a teenager. It was like the first show where they would show like side boob. And, and I was like, yo, let's go. It seemed like softcore cable porn. Nip Tuck was sexy. Nip Tuck. It was very edgy for well, its time. Well, look where it was set. It was set in Miami Beach. You got two plastic surgeons who literally look at... I don't want to go further than Yeah, that. you do. Well, of course you do. They look at titties all day, pretty much. I was about day. to say, like, that's such an interesting show, but I remember it's... It's just like another doctor show. It was outra- It was an outrageous doctor show. Outrageous. Like, more outrageous than Grey's Anatomy or ER. That's what I was thinking. It was like Grey's Anatomy, but with, like, sex and more porn. It was like a soap opera. Not just, like, the sexy it w- sex. It was a combination of sex, soap opera, and plastic surgery all in one show. I mean, come on! Right. Versus, like, the McDreamy, like, love scene with underneath the sheets. They actually did give you that side boob, and I appreciate that FX and Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck, what a shout-out. Holy crap. It's funny that you talk about the side boob. I keep on thinking one Family scene guy. from... Yes. <laughs> the side boob hour. Oh, look at this side boob. Do you like this side boob? <laughs> no. You shouldn't. Because it, it, it's my, my side boob. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Family Guy, I was actually wondering, speaking of which, we were talking about the coronavirus and COVID like too soon. Is it too soon? Because like, the only show I know that would breach that topic is Family Guy. Either Family Guy 
or South Park. Yeah, they would they would do something before it should be done, but then they would nail it and totally nail the dismount, and we would be like, ooh. I'd be like, okay. <sighs> appreciate got, that. I'd be like, okay, you got my attention now. Now, although I feel like Seth MacFarlane would definitely have something up his sleeve. But oh, then yeah, again, he's, he's loading up. Oh, he's definitely is. He probably already has like three or four episodes written down, but like. This entire year can be a goddamn season, yeah. as it is. All in one episode, he could tie in everything that's Literally happening. Literally, from the Australian wildfires to almost getting into World War Three, the coronavirus pandemic, the social problems that's occurring in this... Not to mention, we also have a very important election in November, too. Election, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what I was going to say was, with yeah. all of that... It's already one season as it is. It could be a movie, for all I know. Yeah, and on top of it, it's like... If maybe he's not doing it because it's super touchy, like one little misdirect and he could get canceled. I mean, Family Guy has not been canceled yet. Oh They've no! Been, wait, wait, wait. Correction. No, the only reason why it was the only reason why they got canceled is because they weren't getting enough viewership. But really? then when they released the DVDs, that's what sparked him to do his season again. Wow. And then, first of all, he was far better off with yeah. the new seasons. But oh yeah, but I then mean, old yeah. stuff is good. But you're right. I didn't know that. I yeah, didn't. but then I stopped after watching season. 12, 13, 9, 10, somewhere yeah. around there. It just started getting just. Stupid. I mean, I appreciate the fact because, like, when it comes to humor, dude, you can't. <laughs> like, you start repeating, it's like it's over. But, dude, all that stuff, so super touchy. That's, like, why we're trying to give you, like, this outlet right here, this I little know. podcast. It's, like, our little podcast, our little. Chance da- to escape. Yeah, little Dan Levitard influence. Yeah, I, I love Dan. Man, that was a bummer. That was a real bummer, knowing that he's yeah. going to be. I mean, he's going to definitely call it out because he always breaks that fourth wall. He's like, my show went from four hours down to two. I know. That's a, that is a huge-ass bummer. About he's going to let ESPN know about it. So, like, he'll probably do something to get the show, like, chopped all together, and that's going to be a real bummer. But yeah. with that being said, back to the television because I like this yeah. topic. Netflix. Netflix. Ooh. Uh, you actually watched – actually, my family started watching a little bit of The Witcher. Oh God! Yeah, they said it was. It my mom and my sister actually have been starting to watch it. They're actually really enjoying First it of right all, now. The Witcher is. I'll be honest. It's how I was introduced to The Witcher was the Netflix series, and not only did I watch it three times and just like kept loop. My my wife was like, "What are you doing?" Like, she loved it, and she was even like, "No, not not that many times." I know there was books. I know there was video games, but. I finally did it. I went out and bought Witcher 3. Other video games? Because some dude told me like a month ago, he was like, yo, one of the best games ever made. I was like, really? One of the best games ever made? I definitely Witcher, doubt Witcher that. 3, it was called uh, The Hunt. Or uh, something Hunt. Anyways, The Witch Hunt? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was made in like 2015. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it was ahead of its time a little bit in like the massive MMORPG where it's like like Grand Theft Auto V, giant map, all these side missions and stuff. Uh, it was like ahead of its time. Like it was before I think it was either right around the time of Skyrim, but it got like no I mean, everybody that is a gamer knows Witcher Three. But that's what I'm doing now and I'm loving it. So Witcher dude, awesome. Okay. Good now, to know. how much did you watch of it? Uh I only watched like a couple of episodes. But the thing is is that they they were watching it when I was at work, but then again I, the problem is with me I have a difficult time getting into fantasy shows. But then again I watched Game of Thrones, which I loved. If people were kind of mocking it, saying, "Oh great, just the Game of Thrones," it's like, dude, no, it's, like, it's actually what from the few scenes that I've seen, 
It looks more violent than Game of Thrones. It's very violent. Oh, it's it's got. Well, I mean, Game of Thrones is extremely violent, but oh, God. yeah, there's like gore because it's got the monsters element. Like for those you don't know, a Witcher is a hired basically mercenary who kills monsters, and he or she? No, I think just he, maybe there are girl Witchers. I don't know, but they are. I wouldn't. They, they are humans that are taking away from their families, and they're trained at these schools basically, and through like chemicals and beatings and training they're basically morphed into mutants um they lose the the ability to have human emotions so they have no fear so they're really good at killing and they are they walk around the world they get paid to kill monsters and uh yeah the witcher was friggin sweet problem is with the series it jumps timeline wise so like, so it's confused. It, they pulp fiction you a little bit. Yeah, you really gotta like go from beginning to end. And for those who like played the game and watched and read, like read the books, they would know what's going on. But I, the second time watching it through, I was like, oh, I see, because they show you stuff all at different times, but it pieces together. But unless you're paying attention to like the characters' ages and stuff, like it doesn't like make sense at first. But dope show. Yeah, watch the Watcher. Watcher. I've been watching. I also watched the uh, True Blood. True Blood. Yes, the vampire show on HBO. I'm not gonna lie. I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. I used to watch the originals back in the day. I was. I'm not gonna lie. I don't care for vampires all that much because everything seems so played out. And especially when when you watch Twilight, and you're like, this is a fucking disgrace. By the way, <laughs> the vampires. I loved Twilight. What? Get out of here, really? The first one was awesome. Okay, the first one... Okay, I will admit, the first one was really good, but then after the whole... The first one might have been, like... I get it. The rest were just so played out. The Team Jacob, Team... It was Jacob's uh, Jacob's abs. Edward. Edward. It was Jacob's abs against Edward's, like, don't talk to her. And it was just, like, it gets really ridiculous. I get it. But, like, honestly... That little piano riff that, like, dun, 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 dun. Oh, it's beautiful. The show was actually, or, I mean, the movie I loved. Uh, the books I heard, you know, I'm not going to read, let's no. be honest. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a sucker for those things. The vampire shows are, are completely overplayed. I don't know. I, I just feel like every time I see a vampire, is such a theme for teenage girls. Yeah, it is. No, because no what it is, is it's like, it's like the idea of, like, getting, you know, submissive. Getting bit in the neck. And, and it's like the sex appeal of it's, the vampires. They're sexy. They love the party. They love raves in the dark. Anyways, what I'm watching is Supernatural. Ah, see. So it ties those vampires yeah. in. But they got all the monsters. Don't get me started with Supernatural because, first of all, I'm a fan of Dean Winchester. Oh, uh, Dean. fucking hilarious. I was making fun of it because my wife and I are going through it from start to finish. She's already done that, but thankfully she's doing it with me. Uh, Sam Winchester and Dean Winchester it's literally like they are like an old married couple one of them's either pissed off at the other because the other one lied to them or hid something then it rotates then that one has something happen like he's getting he's like dying slowly on the inside or making a deal with an angel or demon and he doesn't tell this guy and then they have another episode where they're like be honest with me man tell me the truth and then they hug it out and drive off in the distance. And then repeat, rinse, wash, and repeat. It's literally like <laughs> one of them's mad at the other, one of them's mad at the other. It just rotates, but then they go the through, show is still awesome. Yeah, but then they go through the most craziest situations. Like My favorite one was uh, Heat of the Moment, where it was like Groundhog Day over and over again. Oh, Dean yes. kept on dying and dying and dying. Oh, my God, that my, was great. My favorite one was the uh, when he ate the taco. He's like, this taco taste funny to you? <laughs> And then they go to the heat of the moment. I'm like, <laughs> he, uh, he, it's the one where he gets walks out and gets hit by the car, right? Yep, gets hit by the car, gets hit by a piano, uh, gets killed by a dog. Yes, and like, yes. Just, he tries to run away and just like it keeps coming for him. I just 
screw the episode for everybody, by the way, whoever wanted to watch it. But! No, 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 dude. It's like in the middle of the middle of the middle. My favorite episode is where they broke like the fourth, fifth, and sixth wall, where they had the episode where they go, Balthazar sends them to an alternate reality, yeah, and it's actually real world. Oh, wait, like, are they like deplay- like Dean Winchester? His real life name is Jensen Eccles. A- Jensen Ackles. Oh, Ackles and, and uh, uh, Jared Padalecki. Jared Padalecki. And they're like, supposedly I'm Jared Padalecki and Jensen I, Eccles. When great. they fake like when they were talking to Castiel, but Castiel was reading lines and they thought it was the real thing. Yeah. And then they like did the thing. They painted it and tried to jump <laughs> through it and it broke. <laughs> Dude, it was, and then they, when they were acting, oh, it's like they acted poorly at acting. Oh, Dean angry. That was definitely sound like. Oh, a, my favorite was, uh, your name is Misha. <laughs> Misha. His, first, of all, first of all, that's a horrible name. I love Misha Collins, but that is a Castilla. Well, he's a he's an artiste. And I think his real name is Antoine or something like. Yeah, that. He, he is he American or is he from? I feel like he's Mediterranean, like Italian. If you know the answer, there's a nice comment section down there. Yeah, where's me? Where's the dude that plays Castiel in uh, Supernatural from? But anyways, Supernatural's what I'm watching. I'm on season nine. Yeah, it is a lot. But uh, what else am I watching? I did. Don't know if you watched this one, Altered Carbon. What? Yeah, it's got <laughs> it's got two epi- uh, two seasons. Um, it's futuristic, like very very colorful. They won awards for the uh, visual effects and color used in the show. Um, so I checked it out. It was really good. Uh, season one was solid, but season two was even better. Way better, I'd say. So check that show out if anybody wants to see it. Ooh, oh, wait a minute. I gotta tell you one show I've been watching. Brockmire. Brockmire. I love Brockmire. Hank Azaria is I told him, phenomenal. I told him. He reminded me a little bit of him because he, obviously, he's called sports games in his life. And when I first heard of Brockmire, he is... Uh, a repeat guest on Dan Lebetard all the time. Oh, Hank Azaria. He's Hank, uh, no, he's Hank Azaria yeah. as Brockmire. Oh, yeah. So he plays Brockmire on the show, and he is amazing. He literally says everything, like, oh, like, the back, way- back when I did cocaine and ruined your wedding. <laughs> back when, you know, here's the best part about Brockmire is, first of all, the voice is spot on, by oh, the way, yeah. to what an announcer sounds like. Like, old-timey, double-A yeah, baseball Yeah, very, very, like, 1960s, 70s, like, yeah. Yeah, swing and a miss. Oh, I got the yips, or strike one, strike two, strike three, he's out of here. He's awesome at it. I know. Bro, so did you finish it? Uh, they actually did a season four. Season four is very dark, by the way. Like, Ooh. it's actually... Like, I, I haven't watched it. I only watched a couple episodes, but I knew you would love it. But I'll, I'll definitely check that one. That's on TLC. Uh, no, it's on a... It's on THC. It's on, THC. It's, on, it's on a very bizarre network. It's like Freeform or one of those yeah, things. Yeah, something uh, like that. But anyway... The movie channel, TMZ. Yeah. Anyways. I will say this, though. My favorite part of Brockmire was uh, when he was calling a game in the first season. And uh, I think it was like a promotion. You had to drink like the most amount of beers to see who was the most drunk. Is that I think they wanted to give you. Like, threw up the microphone. <laughs> the microphone was on, by the way. So you could hear him throwing up. I'm like, oh, man. Gargles and yeah. gross. <laughs> oh, you just hear this. <laughs> like, I love that. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. So, so what we're doing for out there, if you're just joining us, we are basically doing a sports and life podcast. We're, well, mostly life because there's been no sports. Yeah, because we've pretty much been quarantined the, the whole t- the whole time over the last four months or so. Essentially. E- essentially. Speaking Literally, of, essentially, figuratively, and metaphorically. Yeah. Speaking of essential, I wish we had a cap because I want to give a tip of the cap to the doctors, the nurses, everybody who has kept us safe during this time. I thank you. That is that is a tough J-O-B out I there. I know. Shout out to my mom who's a nurse. I know. 
Shout out to Mrs. What's Hall. Now Mrs. Yeah. Hall, yes. H U L. I would say Mrs. Stolzenberg, but. Yeah. So, what we're doing here is we were just talking about TV shows because basically during this quarantine, what the heck else has there been to do? Another topic which is very, very interesting and important self work. Oof. This is the perfect time for you to do self work. Looking in the mirror. I have, well, I also have a lot to say about self work, but henceforth, why I brought it up. Okay, where do I, where does one start about self work? What did you do? Well, I <laughs> I'll, cut, the, I'll cut you off right there. No, I <laughs> decided to take the next step and go to get my master's. Applied to three schools and got into one of them. That is awesome. Yes. Congratulations, dude. I will be going to Sacred Heart University, home of the Pioneers, by the way. Perfect. The great, great mascot name. Big Red the Pioneer. That's awesome. I know. What's your major? Sports broadcasting. Boom. Dave, doing, just, so, doing something that I love. He's going to turn into Brockmire. Or Jim Brockmire. He's going to be Stephen his own a. Smith, thing. Stephen A. Smith. Or that is awesome, Just dude. James Just Congrats. James Evans. That's exactly what it's about, ladies yeah. and gents. During this coronavirus, it has been uncomfortable. How unusual, much unusual, unusual, like the world and life is forcing you to sit there and stare at yourself and be okay. And if you're not okay with yourself, and let's be real, not many of us are. I certainly am very uncomfortable with myself sometimes. Always. I really, really, really like had to work hard at like wanting and being okay with hanging out with myself. Because like for all you out there that would like either take on other people's problems or hang out with other people or just focus on others to avoid your own, COVID and Corona made you sit in your chair and stare at your own life. Here's one thing I think I learned about you. You were consistently working that you actually did not know how to actually live with yourself in a way. Like, Dude, be I was, yourself, be yourself. Because you were literally the age on of the 20, move every time. At the age of 20, I stopped learning like normal living stuff. Like, I get it. Like, at age 22, you learn about apartments and like, and then at age 27, mortgages and whatever. Like, at age 20, when I basically started bartending at 21, whatever, I literally was just like, Bartend, 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 party, bartend, party, party, bartend, party, bartend. Like, there was nothing for, like, an eight-year gap. And finally, I've taken a big breather and done some work on myself, and I'm proud. And, uh, you know, the corona situation obviously is pretty brutal. Uh, but I think I've taken advantage of it, at least in that way. I am too, yeah. And I've, uh, I've, I've looked at myself in the mirror and been like, really, dude? Really? Could you freaking do something else for a change? And, uh, yeah. I had a moment like that, too. Yeah. Like, literally, I think after the first or second month of being locked down, I kept on saying to myself, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Mm. I'm going to be 25 next week. Dude, I'm going to be 30 in a couple months. I know. That's... That's, 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 that's insane. It. That's insane. At whatever point you're at, if you're 24 turning 25, 29 turning 30, 39 turning 40, it always seems like, oh my God, I need to do the thing to the, you know? See, my mind is based off of numbers, statistics. Totally. Literally, statistics. Time. Is, Time. Exactly. Statistics is like in my mind, like, in, like engraved. Like Every I day. Do- it's 322, but you know it, this thing ends at four, but you have to f- do that amount of things in this amount of time. And yes, dude, t- we base our whole life off of numbers and stats. And I think like- of it this way. By the time my mom was 25, she was already married. 
my grandma was 21 when she got married. I think my grandma was 25 when she had kids. And I kept on saying to myself, I'm like, oh my God, I got to stop doing this. Yeah, it's, no, it's no, gonna no, make, no, It's going to make me do this almost. That's the whole point of like generations like changing and learning. But it was, in the back in the day, it was much more normal to get married at, at like 18 and have kids at 18 or 19 or 20. But like these days, you know, like people are having like careers, they're taking time. Like they didn't have depths. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say like, we got a little bit more time. We got a little bit more medicine. We got a little bit more peace. Actually, that's not true at all. Way more peace. Way less peace. Way less peace. But I will say, it is more normal to spend some more time in your twenties figuring out you. You know. So exactly. I'm am t- trying to take advantage of that now. I just totally let my twenties just turn into a massive like work slash party slash pay bills slash work party and not pay bills, and do a bunch of stupid sh- shit and learn from it. So. You know, you haven't lived life if you've done stupid SHIT. You got to do some stupid SHIT because you got to know what it feels like to do to do, it. To do stupid. If you're always sitting there wondering at the age of like 50, damn, I really wish I did that stupid SHIT. It'll eat you alive. But at least I can sit back and know I was that stupid idiot who did that stupid SHIT. And yeah. I'm proud. <laughs> and if you can spell, good for you. I hope so. <laughs> I will. I will say this. Yeah, the Corona's made me face face some stuff and look at myself in the mirror. It's been good. It's been good. Uh, it's been difficult, but it should be. Not anything easy uh, is good. Is worth yeah. anything worth it is difficult. So I will say for that, I'm grateful for the time that I've been given. Same here. Not only just mentally, like career wise, but also physically too. Like obviously, you all know that I'm a stick, but I also eat like. 5,000 calories. I'm pretty sure I could probably eat 5,000 calories in one sitting and still not gain a fucking pound. Are you... My dad did that uh, back in the day. Do you sweat a lot or pee a lot? Uh, if I'm drinking a lot of water, I pee a lot. But you, sweat, not real. Sweat, not all that much, you're honestly. Really, you eat healthy. You don't really eat, like, super poorly. No. Not a full well, anymore. You have a lot of meat? Lot, yeah. A lot, a lot of chicken. A lot of, like, lot of chicken. A lot of steak. A lot of fish. Also, uh, lots of vegetables. Literally, there's no... So you have an extra, extra active metabolism. Yeah, is that... There's also, literally, there's no weed in my diet. There's no, like, no gluten because it's actually, it actually oh, doesn't yeah. really sit well with me that, that well anymore. So I literally had to cut out all my favorite things like pizza and bread and beer. And it's like a, I haven't had a beer in, like, in months, by the yeah. way. Yeah. You feel good, though? Way better than yeah. I normally do. I'm like trying just to get in the door of the gym. I still make it to the parking lot, but I'm not even close to the door yet. So well, I think gonna... going to the gym at a time like this is very unusual. Because think of it this way. Yeah. Was it like 50% capacity? You have to wear a mask at the gym. Think of it this way. With your pool of sweat. Think of it this way. Your pool of sweat and on your mask while you're going to Gross. the gym. I can't breathe. No. Yeah, a lot of sweat going on. My wife does go to the gym, and I know she's super uh, aware of like all that. She probably wipes, cleans every machine she uses Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. But you can ask her right now. Does she do it? Does she do it? Before and after. He's before and after. Yes, she before says. and after. See, that's she's been, the she's sm- been she's been killing it in the gym. That's the, the smart way to do it. Yeah, she's been killing it. She's uh she's been she put it out there as a task to do, and she's doing it. So I'll I'll add her into the pe- list of people who are really taking this coronavirus and making the best out of it. Yes, people who take this seriously are the people who wear masks. By the way. Yes. I uh, I was walking the other day in a mall and I I was the cliche dude with the mask up to just here and I didn't have it over my nose and like 
obviously I walk around looking at people, totally judging them, like, oh my god, that defeats the purpose. What are they doing? And then like some dude what came by me in a in a wheelchair and was like, works better when you wear it. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh like, I, oh, I see. I I honestly was like, oh crap, put it on. And he probably thought it was just some young tool that was just like, but I was like, no, I swear I'm one of those people too. We make mistakes. Right? There, there's one thing I will say this about the mask. I am sometimes unaware that I'm not wearing one. Totally. Like one time I usually, because especially if I'm drinking water or eating something, I usually put my mask down to my chin. And then when I'm talking to a kid, I still work at the daycare. And I have to wear a mask every day. Ooh. My mask is down here. I'm like, oh crap. Daycare. I realize I got to wear, wear this. Germ city. Dude, I also, every time I get out of the car, I take two steps, stop, turn around. Because I look around like everybody's wearing a mask. I'm like, I'm never wearing mine. So I step back in the car, put it back on. But I do have a ton. You know, I have like, Nana's family members sending a bunch. I have like a hundred now, so I don't even have to wash. I just rotate. Yeah, I have six, and they're all Yankee masks. <laughs> Good. Yes, represent. Yes. I have like sports one with little bats and little baseball players on it. Like, yeah, you're still one with popcorn on it. You're representing the love of the game. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What else, bud? Speaking of, well, let's see. What else? There is some sports though coming back. I have to. I do have to mention that. I was gonna say for those of you out there, I. Uh, I ain't been paying attention at you, all. You turned up. So, so give me a little update. I'll give you a little feel of everything. What's going on with the baseball? First of all, MLB, shame on you for taking so long to actually come up with a plan to start this goddamn season, by the way. The number of proposals... I'm going to get angry on this one. The number of proposals, but at least we're happy we're getting baseball back. I, I only heard, like... I get there's so much going on on both sides, but I only heard, like, a lot of players were not cool with, like, getting The players were not cool We're getting half the pay for playing half the season and it's like oh my god like seriously like get get out of here baseball wasted a golden opportunity to bring back its popularity during the hot summers of july and they literally made it about money greed and literally spitting on every fan of the mlb brutal but we have baseball back july 23rd is opening day for us yankee fans against max scherzer and the world champion, Washington Nationals at Nationals Park. Happy belated birthday to me. That's 10 days? Yeah, 10 days. Wow, that's awesome. I know. How cool. about that? So baseball. Li- yeah, so there's some baseball. Teams have been playing intra-squad games because they can't play against other teams. Oh, right. So I a- did see Masahiro Tanaka took a line drive off and, the head. But he's back. Good, good. He's back. That's he's my a, boy. Dude, he's a tank. Tank. Resign that bastard. You got to do that. Ooh, yeah. Playoff guy. He's the... Playoff hero, dude. Yes. Screw the stats in the regular season. Like, dude comes to play when it's big time. Uh, yeah. And speaking of uh, speaking of COVID, three of our players has it. With one of them, we mentioned. Who cares? At the beginning of the episode. No, I'm asking, like, who cares out there? Okay. Chat. Okay. <laughs> Chapman, LeMay, Hussessa, those are the guys that have the COVID. We hope that they're doing well. And yeah. They... For those of you who don't know, like, I would say probably, what, like, two or three people. Two or three people on every team, would you say, have it? Probably, yeah. Like, on average? Yeah. Probably they, some people have it now and don't know. They usually do 3,000 tests, and maybe about 60 out of those 3,000 tested positive for this oh, thing. That's how, that's how quickly this thing spreads. Yeah, and we just don't want it to go boom. And obviously, there's going to be no fans in the stands. and um, So that's so that's baseball still, right? Is that all yeah. sports? Yeah. Not, uh, it's probably going to be all sports, because hockey, they, they resume August 2nd. NBA, 
I am very shocked that the NBA is still happening because what they're doing, they're not going to be playing in their separate stadiums. They're going to be playing in a little bubble in Disney World in oh, right. the COVID epicenter of America right now in Florida. I actually stayed. It's like the sport, all something something sports complex. I stayed at the one that's like a football field. It's a gigantic like fake but real football field yeah. with life size, human size X's and O's like like they do on the chart, like when they draw plans and plays. Yeah. So it's like eleven X's versus eleven O's in a football formation, like human size. I stayed at that sports complex when I was a kid. There was a cheerleader competition, and I remember I was I was seen constantly standing up on a little chair. I was like ten years old, staring out the peephole, watching all the girls practice. That was awesome. <laughs> Anyway, so basketball's playing down there. Base, oh, wow. Excuse me. Basketball's playing down there. Hockey's starting August 2nd. I think they're doing their usual stadiums thing. And uh, am I missing a sport? I, oh, NFL, we don't one or One or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. NFL, uh, first of all, NFL saw its first half a billion dollar contract. I don't know if you heard about that. Who? Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Ten years. Makes sense. $503 million. The I, largest uh, contract in sports history, by the way. Half a billion. Half a billion. This dude is set for life, okay? Well, he is that much of a freak athlete. I will say this. He's a great athlete. I always, but I also still think he's going to be one of those guys that just plays to win. I, money ain't not, he's a fighter, dude. The way he, like, would throw the ball left-handed, do whatever he had to do to get the play, like... The no-look toss. Yeah, dude. Uh, I really hope he doesn't, like, sit back and relax a little bit because he has some dough, but... We'll see. I will say this, though. Half a billion. Half a billion dollars. Uh, his girlfriend's not leaving him anytime soon. And his girlfriend is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you uh, was it the uh, AFC uh, championship game. Uh, she was she would show videos of her just, like, screaming on the top of her lungs. It's just uh, like, just shut up. Honestly. I have no idea who she is or what. Uh, Thank God you don't know who she is. Oh, God. Brutal. Anyways, half a billion. That's half a billion dollars is that. There's also Patrick Mahomes deserves. I mean, he deserves the most money. I mean, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, there's the lack of. We got golf. We got golf. People actually started watching golf. UFC. Even people started watching NASCAR again. It's like, well, what else are we gonna do, right? I don't, sit here with our thumbs up. I don't know. I'm not gonna watch people play video games on TV anymore. No, I've been, I've been I, playing too much myself. No, 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 no. I don't do. I don't do that. Although I do play. I do watch. Other people play when I'm stuck at a level, like if I'm playing The Last of Us Part Two or Red Dead Redemption, something like that. Games. I yeah. just I just play The Witcher and MLB The Show 2020. Yeah, MLB The Show 2020, where I think I created the first 50-50 player like ever. I would say everybody does that. Everybody puts their stuff. Now. But mine. But, 99 but, attribute. 99 attribute. 99 I didn't attribute. Put my, I didn't put my guy on rookie mode though. Were I you realistic? My, yes, I try to make my player as realistic as possible. So your rookie went 50 and 50. Realistic? No, not rookie. No, not rookie. Like my fifth year. Oh, he was a, a, a fifth year a savvy yeah, but, veteran by then. Yeah, but my, uh, <laughs> my my player is one of those. He 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 was like Giancarlo standing, constantly getting injured. I remember one time uh, I stole a base and he broke his oh tore his ACL. I'm like, you gotta be kidding one me. One thing I noticed about MLB the show, <laughs> yeah. I had a dude like dive for a ground ball and he yeah. missed his glove. It hits him in the face, <laughs> and he's like. My buddy, John Drago. He's like, John Drago has sustained an injury and will be out possibly one to two months. I was like, oh, my God. Then my player, second base, I catch a no center fielder, catches the ball, tosses it in to me. Yeah. I just catch it as the cutoff man and then toss it to second base. Yeah. It says, TJ Stolzenberg has sustained an injury and you need to remove him from the game. <laughs> uh, I look it up. It's like broken collarbone out two to three months. 
I had just caught a no. ball and threw it like that. So there's that one. Here's my favorite one that happened to me. My favorite one was I was at bat, and I swing, I fell it off. I fractured my wrist. I'm yeah. like, you got shitting me. They don't I'm like, like they don't time me. it really well, but no. it's, it's pretty funny because it it, it it hits you at the worst time. You're like, ah, this is so realistic. I, I have know, to figure out my pieces, what to do. Death chart, death chart. I know. It's like wow. It's like wow. <laughs> but anywho, so baseball's ba- baseball will be back next week. I'm excited. You should be excited. I'm and for everybody who's I'm a baseball stoked. fan should be excited. You guarantee you on July 23rd at 7 p.m. I will be sitting on this couch. Watching this TV and watching Garrett Cole versus Max Scherzer. That's awesome, dude. I can't wait. I can't do that. It's like the. I would have preferred if it was Garrett Cole versus Jacob DeGrom. Imagine that. A Subway Series opener on opening day. It would be cool, but I'm not going to complain. I know. I also We will see that at some point. I also have a dream of mine, speaking of Yankees and Mets. September 11th, 2021. Yankees, Mets. At City Field. The 20th anniversary of... on the 20th of... anniversary of 9-11. Wow. 2021. I want to get tickets to that game. That's actually scheduled? It's actually... They made a schedule. That's that. smart. That's very I'm smart. I'm going to try my best to save up as Buy much money now, as possible. Buy it now, because it's probably sold out. Like... Well, it, well, right now, it's still to be D on the uh, time, but... Anyways. I'm excited. It was just one thing. I had to say it out. That's awesome. I'm excited. I'm I did so not, excited. I didn't know that was existed. Th- think of it this way. It's great for the city of New, New York. York. Great for baseball, by the way, yeah. and also great for the country. And like you said, baseball can do any needs to do something right they now. They need to, to do something image. They, because they screwed up everything they can. Not but, only did the players and owners do it, Rob Manfred also screwed up too. Yeah, and the whole cheating thing going on, tisk tisk. We're gonna figure this out this year, but uh, I don't know, man. What do you think? I think I got. I think I pretty much said my whole part. Yeah, that's not a, a little first time back in a long time. I know. How about that? Four months. Literally, I think it has been exactly close to four months. Almost a third of a year since, third, I, was, since I was sitting right here in the in the in this spot of this couch talking about our favorite things in the whole wide world. Wow. And there was not even sports out there. So hey, we still made it. We, we made, still made we an made episode. It, we made it work though. We saved the best for last. Think of that way. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you, Clovercrest Media Group, for being, for having us as part of your network. Thanks, guys. I always, I was like, oh my god, our, our little send off. Yes, I almost forgot. <laughs> Thank you, guys, for listening. We appreciate it. I'm TJ Stolzenberg. James Yevin here. Never forget to rock and or roll. Later.